All right, all right, all right. Welcome to the Mad Podcast. Uh, we are back, and today we are joined with uh, Mr. Rob Berman. Hey, Pat. How are you? Good. How are you doing today? It's good. It's, it's nice to be on the other end of the podcast where I'm being I'm the interviewee rather than the interviewer. Yes, right. It's all, all, all so all the all the pressure's on me now. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's not, I can just relax and just let you uh, let you run the show. <laughs> so. Uh... Let's jump in here, and uh, so um, what I'm hearing now is that there is a new Dreadball book, correct? Correct. There is a new Dreadball supplement, the Magnetar Circuit. All right, and so uh, what can we expect in this book? I, I'm hearing some really cool things about this stuff uh, and seeing some really cool stuff. Uh, like I hear there are new pitches. Yeah, yeah, so that's right. So I think the, the best way to think of Magnetar Circuits, if you play dead zone or, or kind of kings of war you'll know that for dead zone we have like the command protocols and then for kings of war we have the uh, clash of kings and they're these kind of semi you know, roughly annual supplements which kind of update some of the t- rules so a bit like an errata but then they also offer a load of new stuff as well so magnetar circuit um, is hopefully the kind of first dreadball version of that um so in there like you say there are uh, some rules for new pitches so we've got four different pitches in there uh so if you kind of if you've been playing dreadball for a long time and, and you fancy mixing up um, your games then these rules are really going to kind of do that because you've got a a planet one of the planet which is a swamp planet so in that one like vines can potentially grow across the pitch and get right, in your right. way um you've got a an underwater planet so in that one, you've you've got all sorts to contend with in that one. You've got the currents. You've got fish that might come and start eating you as you're playing. <laughs> and then you've also even got like uh, razor coral. Um, so that's that one. When what else? We've got the um, overstar, which is like this kind of planet that it's quite interesting. This one, it's like a it's like a cruise ship for retirees uh, in the GCPS in the kind of rich kind of corporation retirees go on this cruise ship. And what better way to entertain them to watch dreadball matches? Um, unfortunately, someone has forgotten to put any fences around the edge of the pitch. So occasionally they will fall off these cruise ships in the sky <laughs> uh, and fall to their death. Yeah, and that's interesting. So you've got to kind of avoid the edge of the pitch. Uh, and then finally, you've got a gambling planet. So if you're in a league and you want to kind of earn a bit of extra cash, there's uh, there's rules for that as well. Uh, right. So, yeah, it's, it's been quite interesting, actually. The each of the RC members and myself took on one of these different pitches and kind of came up with them. Nice. And I'm seeing that uh, each planet kind of of these new pitches uh, coincides with a, uh, I guess, one of the original teams. Yeah. So we've, we've, we've done uh, some historical matches. So um, I think, was it, God, I'm trying to rack my brain now. I think last year we did like one of the first of these historical matches. And the idea of these is we kind of pick, uh, a, uh, you know, a kind of match out of the annals of Dreadball history uh, and provide uh, people at home with a prescribed team. Um, so it'll almost be like if you haven't got the time to play a league, but you want to know what the experience of teams, you know, players getting injuries or learning new abilities, that sort of stuff. So we give you a list of a team that's like almost at the end of a league. This is how they ended up in their last game. Uh, and then we set up the the scenario for you, basically. So you get to, you know, uh, I think the the Swamp Planet one, for example, is the Green Moon Smackers 
versus the uh, the Forge Fathers. Yeah, so the Midgard like, Delvers. Well, yeah, that's right. So can can you do better than the Midgard Delvers in that one? You know, how will you will you fare better than the coach that played originally? So yeah, right. it's a it's a great opportunity for because I guess you know some people leagues can take quite a long time. So if you've always kind of fancied doing a league, but I've never had the time, these are great little ways for you to, to get an experience, a league experience without playing one. All right. And so to continue with this, uh, with these teams, then they've kind of got uh, restatted, I guess? Uh, yeah. So the, the the ones for the historical matches, we've actually gone through and imagined what what they might have ended up like at the end of uh, at the end of a league. So, for example, the Green Moon Smackers, and the Midgard Delvers, that particular season was a really, really tough and grueling one. So they've all ended up going into that final match with, you know, pretty horrendous injuries. Injuries. So some of their stats have taken a bit of a knock. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got those um, kind of reimagined teams, I guess. But then yes. also in the book, we've uh, reprinted all of the uh, all of the core teams from the original book. All right, and I'm sure that there's going to be a question. Is there going to be some green men? <laughs> there are no green men in this. Uh, no, the green men are still um, a, 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 an unofficial team, let's say. Got it. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, the stats are still there on the website. Um, so, no, this is all of the teams from the Collector's Edition rulebook, and uh, some of them have been uh, tweaked slightly. So we had a look, you know, because obviously it's been quite a while now since the second edition book came out so what we've done is we've kind of looked back and some of the teams that we thought were kind of behind the curve a little bit we've gone back and given them a little little bit of a boost uh, in one uh, in the example of the vehemen we've, we've literally given them a boost for all their players because they've now got the boost ability um but yeah we've kind of looked at them and, and kind of gone back and, and kind of seen where they need an improvement and that does include the renton's rejects as well oh nice uh, so that's good yeah, so they've uh, they've, I mean they they're actually playable now, which is quite interesting, uh, <laughs> and not and not totally broken. So uh, you there'll no longer be hopefully that caveat of uh, when you go to a dreadball tournament that you're not allowed to use the Renton's rejects. All right, well that's good. I'm sure a lot of people would love that. And uh, lastly, I'm I'm noticing here is that uh, there are some new uh, new characters, I guess, for lack of a better term, uh, the support staff or support specialists. Yeah, that's right. So um, what we did is we kind of when we were doing the book, we knew we wanted to do some miniatures. To, you know, we're a miniatures company, so it's always good to have some miniatures. So we knew we wanted to do some miniatures to accompany it. But uh, I think one thing we didn't want to do really is there are quite a lot of teams for uh, Dreadball. I think 30, maybe, including the Martians, I think, at the last count. Uh, so we thought, well, we don't really want to introduce a new team. And there's also quite a lot of MVPs as well. So we didn't want to introduce a load of MVPs. So instead, we, we quite like the idea of the support specialists because, you know, everyone has access, particularly in the league, to support uh, staff. So in the past, we've had coaches, we've had like cheerleaders, the Medibot. Um, so we were coming up with ideas for, OK, well, what else might you want support staff for? So in this case, you've got... Uh, three new ones, which is the hydrator, the fixer, and the mechanic. Um, and what they do is they will add successes to your dash rolls, your armor rolls, or your distract uh, tests as well. So uh, basically, you can 
use those when you really, really need to pass a particular test. You can kind of trade those in and use those uh, to help you get those all important successes. Okay. And then it's one success for when you trade the guy in? Yeah, pretty, so if you, yeah, if you pretty much, if you, the longer you trade them in for, the more successes they'll do. Um, so I think, you know, they'll be really, really handy, depending on your play style, actually. Because let's say uh, you're a team that does a, does a lot of dashing. Well, actually, having the, uh, the kind of hydrator, Flurpool the hydrator, will be handy for that because at least you can guarantee that you'll be passing them all the time. But okay, then again, yeah. if, you're a, if you're a slow team, then if you're like the like we talked about the Midgard Delvers, then actually having um, a support staff that can guarantee you're going to always get at least one dash could make a real big difference. So I think um, I think these are going to be really popular and actually mix up the teams quite a lot in quite a subtle way as well. Yeah. So I guess what the what I'm seeing is that they just kind of sit. The longer they sit in the sin bin, the more successes you get. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's exactly right. So, uh, yeah, so you've got, to risk, you've got to risk that kind of, okay, well, when do I use them? Uh, you know, when do I burn a, a re-roll or something like that? Or do I use my support staff? Okay, that's all right. So that's actually kind of a cool mechanic. I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then also the, the kind of fourth uh, miniature we've got is Foth. So I hope I, I think that's – I'm pretty sure that's pronounced right. Foth. And Thoth? that's a – Toth? Thoth? Thoth. Thoth. I guess Tough, well, Tough. maybe he'll tell us one day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the idea for Foth or Toth or Foth is um, this is a mysterious MVP. Uh, so if you've seen uh, the masked the masked singer, this is like the masked dreadball player. So no yes. one knows who Foth is. Um, so and if he, you're he, playing, sorry, what's that, Pat? He's a guard. Just uh, right to be clear. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, if you're if you're playing on the the gambling planet, which is uh, one of the options you've got in there, um, that's a Memphis Max planet. Then Foth is actually the ref, uh, so we'll be keeping a close eye on what's going on. But when oh. you're not playing on that planet, uh, Foth is available to hire as an MVP, and he is the fastest guard in the game with a move of seven hexes. Oh, so I think. What will be really interesting for this one is, you know, if if you've played against a player, a coach that uh, likes to castle and kind of thinks, ha-ha, well, I'm all safe down here, then Foth is going to make mincemeat of that castle, potentially, by very easily getting behind them and, and causing a mess. So, um, yeah, that'll be interesting, actually, to see how that mixes things up, because we've, we haven't had a, a really fast guard before. That's really excellent, kind of cool. Yeah. So I think we'll see a lot of people using Foth. And then, you know, hopefully if uh, we've got a whole kind of potential story arc planned for Foth. Um, so we'll see what happens uh, with that one in future supplements. All right. I mean, will that be a uh, something to put in the books or is that something that will be coming from the Wing Hussar guys? I think that at the minute that's it's uh, something that's coming from us in the supplement. We've got an idea. I think, um, I mean, it's great actually to see Last Hurrah obviously came out recently, and I think uh, talking to Vince and Brandon at Windesar, they've got some more submissions for Dreadball books. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, Pat, but I love Dreadball. It's the game that actually got me back into the hobby. So oh, yeah. I, mean, seeing, I, mean, I, I was, I mean, you know, as you know, I was been around when we put this thing together. And uh, yeah, yeah. this game has always had a, had a special place in my heart. 
Yeah, yeah. No, so I'm really, uh, I'm really excited that you know we've had it. We've got this new supplement coming out, which is a great kind of chance for people to dust off those teams and and kind of have a look. And you know, even with the historical matches, you know, even if you know if you're not a Green Moon Smackers player typically then at least you can kind of uh, get them out of uh, your garage or wherever and, and actually get a game and, and see how they play so i think yeah. that's a really exciting opportunity with this one i guess uh, i guess i should ask this then um because of how the world is right now uh someone has put this thing on tabletop simulator correct and because uh, i've messed around with it a little bit and, uh, uh do you think whoever was responsible for doing the the tabletop simulator i can't remember who it was I think it was Sam Lowry. Sam Lowry did Tabletop Simulator, yes. and Kieran Morris did Vassal. So there are two different ones. Um, Do you think we'll see the supplement added to that to those things? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't see why not. I think, like you say, it's where it's uh, an unusual time at the minute for for gaming. I think one of the good things about Dreadball is it is kind of got that pick up and play. So if you've got family members at home, it is one of the few games you can play with your kids i think and i know i play it you know i've got an eight-year-old and a six-year-old uh and actually this is a six-year-old prefers dreadball and the older one likes dead zone and i think that's because he keeps winning he keeps beating me which uh <laughs> it's fine i'm not bitter about it um yeah. but you um get, you get yeah, up that game I, <laughs> I know well it's, and, and i'd love to say i'm letting him win but the truth is it, last time we played he absolutely annihilated me so Wow. Um, yeah, he's got he's got a career as a future tournament player. I think. Well, that's, that's good. Sure. Yeah, um, he can give me some tips. But um, yeah, I definitely think that yeah, we'll have a look at see what we can do with you know getting some of the elements of this added to Vassal uh, or TTS as well. Uh, I think yeah, at least you know, getting the new pitches would be something else. Yeah, yeah. So actually, what it is the minute we we haven't um, so the pitch designs, for example, we've just said to people, well, uh, you can use your normal pitches because what we didn't want to do is you know, with the supplement that actually uh, there's a load of other stuff you need to buy, like cards and other pitch and things like that. So the all the pitches use the standard layout, uh, so it's as easy as possible, so you can just use your standard one. But um, I think uh, Jeff Burbage, the, the one-man Dreadball community, is uh, hopefully going to be kind of uh, doing some of his... He had some pitch designs that he'd done in the past. Oh, yeah, I mean, make, I know Jeff uh, is very open, and he's, he's shared with me... Uh, the template. So if you are uh, fairly handy with any kind of graphics program, reach out to Jeff. He'll give you the the basic template he created, and you can create your own. Yeah, uh, you'll have yeah, you'll have to go out and get it printed. But uh, I mean, just the graphics. Well, if you can get the graphics done, that's half the battle. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. So Jeff's working on some of the minutes. I think he he weirdly before we even started doing this supplement, he'd already done things like an underwater pitch, a, a swamp pitch. Uh, or a jungle pitch and Andy a, a, like a sky pitch as well. So yeah. uh, he already had those, and I think the idea is we'll we'll make those available to to download uh, when the book comes out. Oh, perfect. And uh, so before we wrap this up, uh, when is the release of Magnetar? So it's uh, starting shipping from the twenty second of February. So that's the physical book, and then we'll have the uh, the digital edition around then as well. All right, that sounds good. So, guys, uh, start around the twenty first. Look for it in the in the Mantic Storm, assuming, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It'll be, and uh, or yeah, your local be. game store. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's you know it's available to get into your friendly local game store, or it is available direct from us at Mantic. And then, uh, what was the date again on the the PDF release? 
So normally we tend to do uh, the PDF tends to come out about a week after the kind of uh, the standard retail release. So end of end of February we should have something out for that one. All right, sounds good. So I'm very excited for this uh, this supplement. Uh, it's always good to see some good things coming from Dreadball. Uh, I'm very interested to see uh, these support specialists. Uh, it's always good to have uh, some successes in your pocket. Yeah, and the miniatures are really cool for this one. I mean, a lot of people really, really like Flurpal. So Flurpal is an elastopod. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw. Yeah, he's a bit like uh, Schnorkel the Avenger. So we, the reason for doing the Flurpal was because obviously the running joke, of course, is that uh, Schnorkel says that he's the last of his race, but people keep turning, you know, other elastopods keep turning up to his matches. Um, so we thought, well, it's even more amusing if on the sidelines you've got another elastopod who is uh, is kind of refreshing the team as well. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> Flurples, and I've really enjoyed writing the kind of, if uh, on social media we've had like these 90s kind of radical uh, speak from Flurple because he's kind of trapped in the 90s. So I've enjoyed writing all his text and uh, nice. <laughs> hopefully, we'll see, hopefully we'll see more of Flurple in the future. All right, and then these figures will become available in a pack? Yeah, so there's a pack of four. So you get all four. It's the Magnetar Marvels. They're all in resin as well, so they all look really, really nice. The details, you know, on on Foth and you know, because he's got some quite intricate designs on his. Yeah, front. he's he's. Um, if you if you if you like that gun the Mecha style, he looks uh, he looks very similar to that, and it's uh, great lines. It's got good lines on. Yeah, yeah, and then obviously you've got Head Coach, uh, which is well, there are rumours that Head Coach is two Z's on the on their shoulders, but I mean that's that hasn't been proved. Uh, he keeps denying all the rumours, and he is just one person. That's so you've true. got Head Coach, and then you've also got Bracer. Uh, so Bracer's interesting because she is the sister of Tracer, and Tracer was the Kickstarter exclusive coach uh, from the Dreadball Second Edition. So we're trying to link uh, some of the characters together as well, which is quite cool. All right, it's nice. All right, Rob. Well, thanks for coming on and uh, getting everyone all hyped up for the Magnetar supplement. Uh, I know I am very excited to see this thing come out. Cool. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. All right, guys. So uh, remember, uh, release date February 21st. Uh, get your book now. Let's get some uh, games in while you can. Uh, I think things are starting to reopen slowly, but uh, be safe. <laughs>